This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When all the engines on one side of your spaceship aren't functioning and you're spinning at what is best described as a leisurely pace, it can be difficult to see where you're going, especially if, as in the case of the Oz-9, you're spinning backwards. When you don't see that very large, very dangerous thing looming just ahead of you, it's awfully hard to steer around it. Doubly so if you're not very good at steering, and, as previously noted, all of the engines on one side of your spaceship are out. Captain Hardy, hello? Could you keep your voice down? We have no idea where Le Bichon Freeze or the Albatross are. My god, it's like we're running some sort of deranged zoo up here. She's gotta be somewhere. Olivia said no one's been flipped in like, at least 24 hours. Hey, Captain Hardy? No one. And don't let Captain Madeline hear you call her that. There's only one captain on this ship, remember? Yeah, Olivia. Captain Hot. Oh, sorry. Uh, captain Jess. Sorry. Just Jesse? Are you in there? Don't know why I'm asking. It's not like a lunch standard answer. You do realize she speaks English, don't you? <laughs> That's funny. English. was that? Whoa, that was super weird. Things just went all squirmy like walls usually don't. God, what is that smell? Who, who's there? Emily? Other head? Is that you? It can't be. They're in the crew room. Oh my god, is that a giant? A giant? You should be for lucky. Nah mate, name's Thiefel. Much obliged than all that. My god, look at the state of this place. This ship's in a worse state than the one that I just got sucked off of. Why are you staring at me? Is that why I speak? Or is it because I just said sucked off? Probably both, innit? Anyway, let's get the old subject changed. Who are you? And more importantly, what is this ape? You don't feel safe. This is the Oz-9. Where the hell did you come from? Hello, everybody. Everything happening? If we could just, um, pause all the assassinating for a tick and everyone toddle along and gather up on the bridge, that'd be super. Side note, Colin and Leet. Don't panic. But from my senses, it appears there's a very big thing standing just behind you. If it's hostile, whip it. If not, bring it along, alright? 
Who say calling it? The cat's father. So, are you hostile? Hostile? Well, let's just say, according to my calculations, hang on a sec, I'm just gonna do them on my little what? With a calculator wash, that's where I do my calculation. Jesus. Well, anyway, as I was saying, according to my calculations, I ain't had a figure in about. There we go, just press that. Yeah, 14,000 light years. So I'm bound to be a bit snipey. Sorry if I'm coming across as hostile. Anyway. How the hell do you know where you are on this ship? Everything's white. Don't worry, I know the way. I mean, everything's black and white to me anyway, but still. It's like John Lennon and Yoko Ono cover. How do I know who John and Yoko is? I'll hang around with a couple of earthlings, but I'll come to that later. It's not in the script yet. What do you mean you don't know who John and Yoko is? Philip Lyne. Only the band the Beatles could have been. Olivia, any idea what that was? Well, yeah, obviously. Okay. Can it wait till everyone gets here? I prefer to answer stupid questions just the once. Speeds things up. Put me down, you screeching monster! Very well. Oof. You touch me again, and I swear... Frequently, and with flair. But your captain has declared a parlay. So, for the moment, you are safe from me. No, I didn't. Didn't what, dear? Call for parlay. And who are you? I'm the captain. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, dear. I thought you said you knew the way. We're here, aren't we? You don't know, do you? Know what? We were literally one corridor over. We could have been here in less than a minute. How do you know that? Then said May. GP bloody S, top of the range. Make our SI Sierra and all that. Plus, there's signs everywhere. Took me a minute to see them, but they're all over the gas. You couldn't get lost even if you wanted to. What? What signs? Alright, oh, sorry. You don't have him for red, do you? Whoever designed this shit had an evil sense of humor, I can tell ya. <laughs> Who the hell is that? God, here we go. C4D7, much obliged and all that. Thank you very much. Don't anyone ask politely on this ship. Or a man is illegal or something. A little splash of common courtesy wouldn't go miss, I'll tell you. Hold up a second. Who's that? Who's what? A geezer standing in the corner with a mop. Where? Over there, he's waving and everything. You got ghosts or something. Hello. Jesus! Jesus. What's all that racking, Adolf? You could see me? Of course I can bloody see ya. You're a bit shimmery, though. Why is that? Uh, yes, well, this is all very pleasant, but I'm sure you're dying to know what happened. Who's that? Who's talking? Uh, I'm Olivia, the ship's AI. Oh, artificial intelligence, eh? Eh, very fancy. Can you 3D print me a cigarette? I'm gasping over here. In fact, I can't believe nobody's asked me why a robot smokes. Well, I don't even know myself. I'm sure it'll be explained in some sort of novel somewhere along the line. Anyway, cigarette. Will it stop you talking? Intermittently, yeah. Well, you got a light, then. Olivia, now that our guest is taken care of, uh, would you care to explain what's going on? One more coming. I'm running him through a bit of a maze to get here. Less likely to bite if he's a bit tired out. Here he comes.
I don't remember running so far away. Why do you have red marks all over your face? He needed extensive correcting. Did you do that? I might like you a bit better now. Thank you, dear. Still whipping you off the ship at first opportunity. Well, that was short-lived. As will you be. The marks on my visage are nothing. They will fade and I will shine. And you, Albatross, will fly away through the airlock. <laughs> what exactly is going on here? Oh, old age. So I'm Lead. I'm the IT expert and hacker. That's Colin, our PR guy. PR? You're having a bubble, ain't ya? What do you need that for on a bloody spaceship? It matters. What do we have to communicate with aliens or something? Who's going to do that, do you suppose? Well, it's still on probably destroy your bloody planet because ours is knackered. How hard could it be? Shut up! He says that a lot. Well, he's got it down to a fine tea. Well done. Maybe you could uh, tell us who you are and what you're doing on the Oz-9? God, does no one listen to me. I'm C4 from the Winter Magoo. You can normally find me hanging out with a couple of losers called Passion Stooch who supposedly look after me. I've never heard of the Rince Magoo. You've never heard of the Rince Magoo? Well, it's only the ship that made the Actually, I'm not kidding, it's rubbish. And it stinks and all. Hang on a minute, I know you. You insist on calling yourselves best in galaxy like you're about your prize winning Alsatians or something. Ooh, you're a long way from home, mate. I'm always a long way from home, mate. Okay, maybe now you can explain why you're aboard my ship? Well, your guess is as good as mine. I was just having a quick think, even suddenly I went all wobbly. Next thing I know, I'm on your gas. I'm in a glass canteen full of soup, which I suspect might want to be an human. How do I know that? A sensor, isn't it, mate? Was that supposed to happen? He is lying. What makes you say that? I can tell he has an Osnan butter tag. He was here all along. That's true, he does. What? Where? I want to say... On the bottom of your foot? Oh, that. Oh, yeah, look at that. So I said I was hugging that pod, yeah? Might have popped it home by accident and stepped in it a bit. It could have that, do you think? <sighs> yeah, all right then. That's odd. I no longer want to kill you. Let's hold on to that feeling, all right? Seriously, could I have the floor for just like 30 seconds? Yep. Jesus! What is that about? He's been standing there the whole time. It's a thing. Olivia? So, what's happened? Hey, uh, can we come back inside now? Things are a little, uh, weird out here. Engines work yet? Not, uh, working per se. Yeah, they're not coming inside. Things would go a little faster with, uh, you know, more than just the one arm there. Wormhole. What? Wormhole. We're in one, if anyone's interested. Uh, yeah, that explains a few things. It also increases the uh, urgency of our return to the safety of the ship. What exactly is a wormhole? It's sort of a tunnel between two points in space-time. Helpful. No, wait, no it's not. Uh, Olivia, any idea where we're headed? Well, here's the thing. Wormholes are inherently unstable. These things form and collapse, or get sort of pinched off almost instantly. We'd need a massive amount of material with negative energy density to uh, keep the tunnel open. Uh, why is everybody looking at me? Uh, it's a thought, but even that manly, shiny, ripply, sorry, chest isn't big enough to keep a space-time tunnel open. I still don't explain what I'm doing here. 
I mean, if I'm going to take a sanity break from Station Patch, I prefer going somewhere sane. Oh, hey, we're in luck. According to the manifest, there's a renowned astrophysicist on board. She's an expert on dense matter. Don't say it, Colin. That's lucky. We can thaw her out and... That's odd. Why is that's odd or that's strange? Never followed by, here's some really good news. Stepping on board the Oz-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to FanRollDice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp pooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow. We got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any link subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. My senses say she's already on the bridge. Is she hiding or something? What does she look like? She's an astrophysicist, mate. Thanks for making me say that. Look for glasses and a pocket calculator. Like me watch, but bigger. It's... 2142. Who still has a pocket calculator? 2142? Oh, bollocks. I'll have to win some goo at a meter. This is gonna cost me a fortune. I ain't even got my phone with my little parking app on it. I've looked all over the bridge. I don't see anyone who's not one of us. I mean, one of the usual us. I believe I have found her. And I would just like to note that I found her before Mademoiselle Big Bird over there. Really? You are going to make fun of my assassin name? Lapdog? Hold up a second. Did she say assassin? Yeah, he's the famous assassin Le Bichon Freeze. Ain't that Freeze I? Excuse my French. Not giving anyone credit until we actually locate her. She is? In Mademoiselle Jesse's pocket! Wow, she's tiny. It's the body tag, idiot. She's the soup. You mean to say I got astrophysicist all over my boots? Well, that is the opposite of pleasant. So, that body tag isn't yours. 
Is that right? It's me now. You still don't want to kill me, eh? Crap. The one person who could figure out how to get us out of the wormhole and back where we were... Yes? Is... Soup, soup. Was it really necessary for me to finish that sentence? Soup. I was hoping it might come out differently in a wormhole. So, just an aside, this wormhole is actually going to collapse quite soon. And if we're in it when it does... Soup? What? Seriously? How do you know that? I don't, but it was the answer the last time someone left a sentence hanging. Look, you've got to get me back to my ship. Shirtless chesting McChesterton over here is starting to make sense. And why is he so shiny? Hang on just one sec, mate. Just to let you know, your ghost is about to say something. Thanks. Jesus! Well, that is just odd. Wormhole, collapsing. Any of you want to know what goes on inside a collapsed wormhole? Anyone care to find out? Alright. Now, let's think this through. I need something to write with. I'll get the ketchup. Does anyone remember how much cornstarch we put in last time? It worked really well. You can't make off-regulation condiments. I believe I made that very clear. It's not a condiment, technically. Surely some sort of exception can be made for writing implements. Why don't you use the whiteboard? You have a whole collection of Sharpies in the crew room. None of them work. They're all dried up and dead. This one works. <laughs> Get away from me! One all collapse in 27 seconds. Or maybe 30 minutes. Time's weird in here. So's math. Hey, uh, I uh, just saw my light flash before me. Only it was in Italian and I had on my hand. Uh, things are getting pretty discombobulated out here. How about you uh, let us in now? We promise not to reveal the staircase. Secret. That's what I said. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you confuse things and you don't even hear yourself. Why is there three of everyone? This is not good. There's barely enough room for one lead. Oh, I am not ready to die. I have much assassinating to do. Why do I smell... Engine oil? I'm bloody scared of what? Ketchup's ready. That is not standard issue. Hand it over. Wormhole collapsing. Goodbye, darling Leet. C4. C4. You're dreaming. Oh, mate. I just had the worst dream. You ever see the Earth 9 out there? You stay clear, right? You recognize them, they'll be spinning around with a couple of robots stuck to their hole and their windshield covered in passenger smoothie. I never thought I'd be so happy to see your massive head. It's just a dream. It's okay. Christ. Mate, you stink. What's that all over your boots? Science has yet to prove the existence of wormholes, so whether this episode actually happened or was the adult dream of a WD-40-addicted robot is anyone's guess. The cast of Oz9 send big thanks to the folks of Best in Galaxy, a podcast you really should be listening to if you're not already. You can thank us later. You've been listening to Eric Perry as Joe and Head 1, Tim Sherburn as Colin and Head 2, Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, June Eubanks as The Albatross, Aaron Clark as Le Bichon Frise, Richard Cowan as Leet, Shannon Perry as Madeline and Olivia, me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator, and guest-starring Mark Restuccia as C4, lent to us from the Best in Galaxy podcast. 
This mini-episode fits in a wormhole somewhere between episodes 16 and 17. Or maybe 17 and 18. Or maybe 4 and 42, who knows? Our theme and other music were composed and performed by John Faley. Oz 9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. For more fun in space, visit our website at oz-9.com. Narrator out. I mean, if I'm going to take a sunny break from Stooge and Patch, I prefer going somewhere sane, like a tinny bar. A tinny bar? Uh, it's a place that robots go to uh, watch other robots, uh, I don't know, dance, I suppose. There's nothing dodgy about it. I've worked in one myself. No, not as a barman, as a dancer. What's so funny about that? The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What's this all about? What about nightmares? We need to leave. What are you doing? They can't tear out your soul anymore, Stuart. Ominous Thrill, a new audio fiction anthology. I've done horrible things. Tell them what you did. I, I didn't do anything. Character-driven tales of obsession. I'm no psycho. Banging on my door and streaming it on the internet. Revenge. Don't mind if I sit here and watch the lights go out, do you? The unexplained. Don't leave me out here. We can't help her. <laughs> We're leaving. No. I need the light. You want me to fall down the stairs? No. I want to push you. I love you so fucking much. Ominous thrill. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere. Flesh splits open. Oh, yes. Thrill you later.